bullshit, it's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kinda whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A A A N A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hey, everybody. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> welcome Keep to, it going. Welcome professional. To, welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about the week in politics like we're talking about an episode of reality TV. Grr. Grr, mm. grr, grr. What wow. a week. The script I'm holding is so thick <laughs> and heavy. We don't have a due. script per se. The research packet I'm holding <laughs> yes. is very thick Good. and heavy. Yeah, well, you know what? A lot of shit went down. Oh my a lot of shit. god! It's it's if it was a reality show, it would be the biggest loser. I'm putting my okay. spe- <laughs> It would be like it would fucking, be for so many reasons. Uh, uh, well, yeah, I it's mean, the, the just, biggest loser all. I don't even. We're yeah. all just lo- lost. We're, we're lost. all losers because all- <laughs> we have the biggest loser leading us. Like I'm like not into it. I'm not into it. This, into what? Casual I don't Friday? mind. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, Casual Friday. <laughs> I'm I don't definitely mind, not into that. Um. You know, like, uh, fine. He's hideous. He's gross. He's we know he's orange. His cat's shithole. Cat's asshole mouth. I'll talk about that all day long. I will. Like, uh, let's fine. But like mm, for the new, I don't know. I just think it's like he's big. He's big. So what? And he's overweight. And like, so finish your thought. You're not into this fat shaming him. Oh, I don't like it. I don't. I think it's um. I think it's hypocritical. And I think it's I think it's um um tacky and i think it's like i mean if if that were this it's the same thing as when people like um do that to hillary clinton like her outfits her hair or this or that of course it's relentless on women and it's like we can't i get it he's he is physically a joke it's not just that he's fat he's he is physically an easy target and i've of course indulged in it too but to go online with these pictures and be, oh and he, and 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 to to broadcast that he had to go to the doctor and he's overweight and he has plaque in his heart and he's obese and he doesn't like to exercise and it's like there's a lot of obese people and then a oh, lot and then I thought he was like two pounds from being obese and then it was not I'm that, obese that, I'm technically obese <laughs> so it's just like what you know what the obese community doesn't appreciate it no, it's okay like, I really feel like it's super basic. And like you said, he's physically a joke and that's all we've acknowledged it. We've also made fun of him. I have no problem making fun of people. I do it all the time. But I think it's very basic to try to come with the self-righteous, right? especially with women. They right. want to roll on like you had, didn't have consent and you this and that and be thrown around terms like consent and then hold up a sign that's like, you know, grab this pussy you fat cheeto monster and it's like yeah well you know what now you're being base cheeto monster you know uh-huh it's like you you can't do you need to just come come correct if right. you want to be self-righteous then live in the righteousness and don't come for someone physically if right. he comes for someone physically then you can then come back physically right but if you want to talk about consent and this and that and he's gross it's like 
he's the he's that's the kind of basic shit that he would do it's like mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's immature and it's and people hate that i just think that it's played out too like i i i i think that you get you have to like we did it it's been done we there there's not one more thing to be said the hair the skin the face the mouth the body it's been done we know we got it the tiny we know. hands and it's not tiny hands tiny dick and he's fat. now this was just even more annoying just because the news was the news the was news like was he went he he went he's obese and he went to the doctor it's like uh, you know what uh, that made me feel uncomfortable like <laughs> that's not right you really just, oh I didn't like it. Little meow meow. You've really come a long way. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, God forbid a camera should follow me anywhere. I mean, you know, her body, um, her obese. According. He's a man. Her obese. Her obese. (laughs) Her is obese. Oh, my God. Okay, so we got to get going really quick. So um, I'm glad you've really you've really grown up. I'm so I mean, or just you've just really gotten, I don't know, the softer side of meow meow. (laughs) Um, No fat shaming for Trump. Um, meanwhile, him and his constant like eating McDonald's in bed and like I mean, this high school behavior, wow, it makes me want to like go to Seven Eleven and get like chili corn nuts and like a Slurpee <laughs> and shit. I'm like, it's like I'm back in I high know school. No shit. I just you know, and <laughs> and and, uh, and really, it's mo- it's mainly for the news. It's like do better news. Yeah, do you know better. I mean? Do oof, better oof, news. Oof. Hashtag do t- you know like amongst friends or if you're a comedian, fine, whatever. Yeah. Who cares? But you're the, the news. news. The news. Okay, well, really quick, my birthday passed, and um, happy birthday! <laughs> and happy I just want to acknowledge some gifts before I go. Mm-hmm. I could do it on the Patreon. You could. So if you guys, I'm not going to. I'm going to force it on you here. <laughs> but if you want to hear me not talk about my birthday gifts, which I'm sure you do, you can join our Patreon, www.patreon.com/slash/dumbgaypolitics. <laughs> please, please, please do it. Um, so you can go over there and hang out with us, but really quick, um, I'm expecting more gifts <laughs> by the way in the mail. So there's a few that haven't come yet, but okay. So captain Emily, one of our like major Patreon buds, um, she's, I think this might be a new year's gift cause you got one too. Captain Emily sent us drug holders. They're Yay. so cute. So cute. So they're like little metal. You hide your pills, your pot. Yeah, they're like little pill bottles. Yeah, your crystal meth, mm. your crack rocks, any, mm-hmm. um, your heroin baggies. Um, mine is, a, it's circular shaped and it has a picture of um, Obama with a coffee cup in like a Hawaiian shirt laughing at Trump, all orange and stressing out in the Oval Office. Yours is an oblong shape. A rectangle? Um, yeah. Like a like a rounded off rectangle, and it says mustache, and it has a mustache on yeah. it. Yeah, very cute. Very Thank cute. you, Captain very Emily. Cute. We Thank love you. drug paraphernalia of any kind. Mm-hmm. Then, per my request, <laughs> um, okay. So from Allie and Mike. First of all, it's a card, and on the cover <laughs> of the card, it's a homemade card. It's girls. It's the poster from Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Um, I didn't know we ever talked about Girls Just Want to Have Fun on this podcast. I don't remember. But I'm a humongous fan. Julie got me a giant poster of it that's hanging in her bedroom now so i can enjoy it <laughs> and it's because it's humongous it's like she had to get it on ebay it's a giant movie poster this is girls just want to have fun and it's the it's three of the girls and starring in the movie was helen hunt shannon doherty and um sarah jessica parker uh-huh. but it's me julie and obama <laughs> and obama's helen hunt and i'm sarah jessica parker and julie's shannon perfect doherty. girls night yeah and it says 
happy birthday, Brandy. We hope you have the most special day ever. Mike was back and forth between. Okay, so really quick. I asked Allie to have her boyfriend, Mike, send some more Trump. Um, what's it called? Trump like fan, fan art. art. Yeah, Trump fan art, which usually consists of the sons, Don Jr. and uh, Eric. And it's usually some time with them at, in the bathroom yeah. at, during bath time it's or something. so great. So Julie got a card of them and it says bathe us father and they're in the bath together (laughs) (laughs) and we love it so much and so i requested it mine is bigger we're gonna frame that one though ali the little one that julie had mine's bigger and it's in a frame she framed it in this nice frame and this one is entitled um (laughs) she said um mike went back and forth between sending the trump glory hole or this masterpiece trump bros showering (laughs) so there's a little bit of pube action and i like that eric it's it's pretty much a drawing. It looks like with pen, right? It looks like it. Pen or like a little very thin marker. I mean, you can. I mean, you can clearly see that's Don Junior. Eric's kind of got a paunch. Eric's in that got, one. yeah. <laughs> he definitely he's, made Eric like a little thicker. Yeah, he's got a loose bellyish, but mm-hmm. they're laughing and just kind of like broing out in the shower. Oh, God, it's so good. <laughs> it's so great. But I want you to know, Allie, we do need for Julie's birthday. I need birthday, glory hole. Yeah, we need glory. My hole, birthday's obviously. in June, yeah. and get Mike get. Get get sketching. Get going on the glory get hole. Get going on the glory hole because that I'm gonna make a um, I'm gonna make with all <laughs> the three pieces. I'm gonna make a uh, put them like in a section, like in the museum. Yeah. How they do that, you know? What's yeah. called not? What is it called? It's like where they put three. It's we don't know. It's not the trifecta. Called. It's called something else. Ugh. So um, anyway, they also sent me um, uh, they sent me uh, Trump for humanity because you know cards uh. cards for humanity or whatever. Um, it's called Trump hates humanity, and it's like. Cards for Humanity, the game, but um, it's uh, it's so fun. It's I never played Trump. that game yeah. before. It's so cute. It's all Trump stuff. So it's like make blank great again, and then the choices were like <laughs> illegal Mexicans or mm-hmm. something like that, and like strippers from Wyoming. Yeah, it's all these different choices. And mm-hmm. okay, so then there was also these um, champagne lollipops from Barney's Barney's nice. Killing the Game. I'll be uh, using those. And it was later. actually Mike Alley said that wanted to Thanks, the Mike. Lollipop. So we're just trying to figure out if there's actual champagne, in which case I'm going to need to have that now because I haven't had champagne in a month and mm. I need some. Mm-hmm. So I love you guys. Thank you for my presence. Sorry if anyone's now turned this podcast off, you motherfuckers. But um, let's get to Eye of the Shitstorm. You take some shit, put it up on the wall, check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall, put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck, put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. This week, the political shitstorm was so stormy and so shitty that the government actually shut down. They're like, <laughs> oh, the shit, oh. The Democrats and Republicans in Congress couldn't come to an agreement over immigration and the spending bill, so they shut the motherfucker down. Yeah, you know what else was shut down? My emotions. Um, So everyone in the government basically fired each other. (laughs) (laughs) And it happened one year to the day that Trump took office. It was very apprentice-y. Yeah. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. America. Government. Yeah. Uh, Well, it made for a dramatic weekend with the living farce Mike Pence. Finally showed his shady fucking face <laughs> and talking about how Democrats were putting the American military at risk for illegal immigrants. Everybody loved talking about how the Democrats only care about Im- illegal yeah, immigrants yeah. <laughs> because Democrats don't give a shit about the brave men and women who humbly risk. That's how he talks. Who humbly risk their lives for this country. <laughs> they apparently only care about rapists and murderers from other countries. He's such a fucking loser like i just kept going where is he where's he been i haven't seen his face never around all of a sudden he shows up 
He's got to come way in. They had to trot out Captain Shame. Like That's his it, job. Yeah. It was like, okay, they decided the branding on the Squinting. whole thing was like, okay, the branding is it's the Schumer shutdown right. and we're going to shame them. They, they don't care about the military. So they're like, okay, well, who's the best at shaming? Who's learned from the best? Who was born and bred in the church to shame for days? And it was him. And they just trotted his fat ass right out. <laughs> And then it went back and forth, back and forth, like Trump shut down, Schumer shut down, Trump shut yeah. down, Schumer shut down. And it was like so lame and so exhausting. It went on all weekend. And all I kept thinking was, I hope this ends so I can get my mail, number one, because <laughs> I don't I'm trying to a I'm trying to refinance and mm. the, and also taxes. But I'm like, uh, fuck taxes. But I'm like, not going to be able to refinance if the IRS is shut down. But also I was like, I'm expecting some money in the mail and I really, really need it. And I really need the mail to come. And I'm expecting my, my birthday gifts from Ulta also <laughs> from this podcast. But, uh, I, and I kept thinking too, like if it does shut down, I hope all these federal employees who are like on their little break this for the weekend, which yes. they were off for anyway, I mean, let's on. be real. Like I'm right. so concerned, right. but yeah, no, it's like, they were all just like, good. I don't have to go to work Monday. Because they knew it was going to come back. Because basically, we all knew it, it was shut down, back. you guys. Think, if you don't know, and I, for those of you who, who are listening to this that didn't know, I love you. And please text me or email <laughs> me because I need more people like that in my life. But mm. the government shut down. All weekend, it was shut down. Did you notice anything different in your life? Nope. No. You didn't. <laughs> okay? No. So, and then today. I really felt how much, though, the Democrats hate the military. Yeah. I really felt God, it. I mean. They just hate the military. They hate God. Because they weren't going to get paid. Oh, nobody in the military is getting paid. And then the military is going to die and everyone's going to get, we're not going to have defense. And I mean, at the end of the day, obviously, yeah, you want. There's 900,000 federal employees them. that weren't getting paid, not right. just the military. Right. Right. No, because they want needed to make it sound like not only would they not get paid, but they wouldn't be able to do their job, which then would leave us defenseless. And then we would get into a war and then of course yeah. we'd be killed like an, um, that's what way, happened we, what happens with these shutdowns is like and listen i don't know what i'm talking about here so mm-hmm. i'm really flying blind but i did my best and by that i mean i watched 900 straight hours of fucking cnn and msnbc but still yeah so it was no immigrant immigration bill on the table what right. happens is they need to figure out how they're gonna spend the money mm-hmm. the government can't work until they say okay $10,000 is going here. $20,000 is going here. $20 billion is going to build yeah, a wall. exactly. Here. And then the rest no. is so they, just... So no. they start allocating spending, and it's a spending bill. That includes how everyone's going to get paid. Things that need, you know, departments that need more money, less money. The Smithsonian. Yeah. National parks. Right. The post office. It's certainly... The all, military. All the national parks everyone, are being shut down They and were destroyed. all shut down. Oh, I love uh, when it was, they showed like, well, I guess you can't go out any of the national parks. They're all, and there was like, their closed signs, like on parks. Yeah. Like, so basically do- when they go to, to pass the spending bill, there's little things in it. Like, okay, we're going to, you know, we're going to, this money's going to go to the wall. This money's going to go to border agents. Mm-hmm. And they want to put in, you know, they want DACA to go in there. Now, DACA, that's the dreamers. We talked about this last week. It means people who were brought here as kids by their parents. They've grown up here. They're Americans. They refuse to, to make this deal about the dreamers. There's, it's like convoluted, but it's like, okay, everybody can pretty much agree. Yes, people who've been living here, young people who've been living here their whole lives can stay. Right. However, there's things attached to it like um chain migration which means their families their whole extended families mm. and their immediate families they don't want like 
those people getting like sorry about your abuela exactly she abuelita yeah she can't <laughs> stay and she has to go back to mexico your tia your tia yeah uh-huh. um okay so then and by the way it's not just people from mexico you know oh, what i, I mean know. it's yeah it's people from shithole countries too <laughs> you know like haiti and like stuff like that um so um it's and then it's not just chain migration. It's also the wall, which is actually a fence. And I just want everyone to know, because I know only 14 people listen to this, but in the few of those people have gone and there's probably people who replaced them. I did say on one of the very first podcasts, the whole thing with the wall is like walls, I think by definition, hold up like ceilings and roofs. And when there's no ceiling or roof, a wall is pretty much just a fence and there's right. already a fence there. Right. So they're like, it's really just a fence. And I'm like, I've been saying that for a year now. Exactly. And some Congress lady was like, you can build as many walls as you want, but someone's going to build a ladder that's going to go over the wall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I don't know what you're doing because, yeah. yeah, there's no roof and there's no <laughs> yeah. like it's the dumbest yeah. thing on the planet. And also, yeah. Are you putting a wall by Canada? Are you putting a wall? I mean, yeah. Fuck off. Just fuck and off with your stupid like, fucking you wall. You said five million thousand hundred times that. Mexico was going to pay for it. Oh, and I Mexico mean, God. Why is the wall in the spending bill, bitch? You said Mexico was going to pay for it. Go get Mexico to pay for it. Oh, and no, but they're going to pay for it through other kinds of things, like like reimbursements and time. Mm, sure like, they are. Sure like, they are. Cut. They, I think we heard the Mexican president be like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, chinga okay. tu madre, Donald. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ben So... Anyway, that's what it was about. The Democrats are having none of it. They tried to, like, get some balls and be like, no, mm. we're not doing it. We're, we're going to shut the government down. And they blamed them and called it Schumer shutdown. And they Democrats blamed Trump, Trump. and called it Trump shutdown. Right. And now, here is one thing I heard. Okay. Now, this th- was threatened to happen in 2013 with Obama. The motherfucking Republicans wanted to sh- get rid of Obamacare. Right. And they said they weren't going to, you know, whatever it was. It was like, we're fucking getting rid of Obamacare. And Obama was like, um, okay, so turns out, sweetie, I'm never going <laughs> to sign anything that says get rid of Obamacare. So shut down the government all you want. But I will never go on my bill right. called Barack Obamacare. <laughs> I'm not going to sign for that to be repealed or taken away. So do you. Okay, and then let me know how it goes. And so then they're like, oh, fuck, snap. We're not going to shut the government down because at the end of the day, the president. Right. The president has final say. Right. So that was why the whole thing got shut down. So it was the Trump shutdown, even though Chuck Schumer with his big ass head can bug off. This was mean. This is a mean thing to do to the American people. I mean, who wants the government to shut down? He needs to go on like man menopause. They all need to go. They all need to go. But. Um, but the, let me just finish okay. saying is that that's why it was the Trump shutdown because ultimately he has final say and he was missing in action. No one could find him. The White House never said how they felt about it. And so the government shut down because the Republicans thought he's going to be on our side and the Democrats thought, well, he could be on ours. We don't know where he stands. And they kept saying, where do you stand? Where do you stand? Where do you stand? He never answered. Right. And then ultimately they restarted it back up and it was all shut down for nothing. And right. by the way, and it did nothing because it was just over the weekend where no one gets paid anyway. Right. But it was his fault because all he had to right. do was say, I'm never going to sign it or I will sign it. Right. And there would never have been a shutdown. All right. Mm-hmm. Do I want to finish your point or should we get out of here? I just want to say, yes, I wanted my 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 kind of half formed thought point. Exactly. Is that, is that <laughs> this whole thing is half. It's basically like when Mitch McConnell co- constantly is going on talking about like Democrats. Uh, Mitch McTurtle. Mc- say it right. They have taken the government down. <laughs> <laughs> and because of the Democrats, they have 
closed the government. He has like billowy jowls. Oh my god! And it's just, his <laughs> mouth is always wet too. Yeah. It's not good. You know his he needs his, like mouth lips. Tampon. Like he's he does need like the lip. It's it's like it's a, he drools. Wet. Yeah, and just because whatever. of his billowy jowls, they collect so, slobber in the sides. Ugh. Um, uh, you know, hope you're happy that you're close. It's your fault. They didn't. They wouldn't agree. They wouldn't agree. They wouldn't agree. It's you basically know, Mitch, like what you're fuck saying. Your Asian wife in the ass. Here's <laughs> me too. That's me too. That's me. That's me being. <laughs> that's what I think. Uh-huh. That's what I think when I see him. I'm like, mm-hmm. I know you get down like that, Mitch. Right. Yeah. Anybody named Mitch? Hey, Mitch. Uh, I think I, I feel like Mitch is getting fucked up. Yeah. You well, exactly. I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I'm thinking. Oh yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know exactly. Exactly. What I'm exactly. Last yeah. stop. Yeah. Beep okay. beep. So uh, <laughs> uh, that that it's 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 basically like you could blame like okay Obama didn't on 2013 wouldn't sign the thing because it was his bill and that was to him the right thing to do. Now the Republicans could go and the, and the way they'll talk about it is it's his fault the government shut down and so that's how Mitch McConnell is playing it with the Democrats. It's their fault that the government shut down because they wouldn't sign the thing and they wouldn't agree. It's like, yeah, we don't agree. With if your you bill. said to me, I'm going to shove something up your asshole or <laughs> the government's shutting down. Do you think I'm going to say shove it up my asshole? No, no. Exactly. I'm going to say, hey, then you shut know what? The here's your two down. choices. We can fuck you over or we can fuck you over. It's like, yeah, well, like there were, you, there was no choice. Right. They, that wasn't their bill. What they are you didn't talking have to about? Yeah, it was bullshit. Whole thing was bullshit. They're just branding experts. Okay, so now it's time for our brand new segment for 2018. It's called the Ladies' Room. I don't need this. I'll be back real soon. That's what I get for being in the neighborhood. Where's my jewelry? This is our new segment called The Ladies Room. It's our first time doing it, but definitely will not be the last. There's just so much exciting lady stuff going on right now. And we are going to reclaim our time, (laughs) reclaiming our time and talk about it. And all the ladies were marching this weekend, girl. Mm -hmm. I thought there was no damn way people were going to turn out for that women's march this time. But I was wrong. It's rare, but it happens. Um, And the women are fired up, honey. Fired up. They hit the streets on Saturday with Me Too on their minds, look, mm-hmm. looking for that perfect Instagram moment, <laughs> for that humble brag, uh-huh. that activism humble <laughs> brag. And every it was every lady except me and Sarah Paulson, apparently, because <laughs> I was birthday shopping for myself at American Rag in L.A., and her fucking ass was there, too. Oh, that is amazing. I told You texted me that you saw her there. I was like, go fucking talk to Sarah Paulson. Yeah. Come on. She was a big people's couch fan, oh, and she did a double take on my ass, and I was like, neither one of us is at the march. I see you. And then... Uh, and then we also thinking like you're just too young for her. I was thinking, where is um, Holland Taylor? Yeah, where's where I would have died. If you Ms. got to see Holland both Taylor. of them together, I would have to kill you. Um, <laughs> We've well, seen them together. I know. I you. fucking live for Holland Taylor. I uh, I I wasn't there either. I wasn't either at the march. So you know, well, and we weren't there last year, and we won't be there next year. <laughs> but hey, keep listening to this podcast because we're doing this segment, the ladies' room. That's, that's right. That's our contribution. That's right. That's right. Maybe one day we'll do a live. I would love to do a live broadcast. Oh, yeah, that'd be, fun. that'd be fun. So the second annual Women's March was on Saturday, but there was another march, another unsaid <laughs> march on Friday that a lot of people probably don't know about. And I like to think of that one as the men's march, <laughs> a.k.a. the men controlling women march, a.k.a. the men who use religion to control and manipulate women march, a.k.a. the march for life. <laughs> so on Friday, the, uh, on Friday, the 45th, by the way, it's the 45th annual. So for people who didn't know that, 
the women's march that we the big one with the fucking take your pussy back and resist that's second annual right the march for life is 40 because it's like that what is it the anniversary of roe v wade so i didn't now these assholes have been meeting up in dc for 45 years under the illusion that they're doing something good the pro-life rally was founded by anti-abortion activist and roman catholic convert Nellie gray in 1974 to protest the one-year anniversary of the supreme court's decision to legalize abortion of uh and roe v wade march for life was intended to be a one-off event after attracting 20,000 people that first year it's become an annual phenomenon with the support of religious advocacy groups shocking advocacy shocking advocacy this year's attendance um is being reported between 30,000 and 100,000 i did i watched footage of it and i have to tell you i thought there were it looked like there were probably more like 100,000 i don't i think there was more than 30,000 i mean well that's a big discrepancy like i know anywhere between one and a million we don't know where where it looked like there were a lot of people and i mean let's be honest i mean trump is president not for not a reason so i'm gonna have to say it was 100,000 now if you read breitbart or if you watch fox news which we don't no They'll tell you that there was 10.5 billion people there, (laughs) um, including all of the aborted fetuses from the last 45 years who Jesus has been just chilling with in heaven and um, waiting to grow up finally to be the humans they weren't allowed to be. Mm. So what is the pro-life rally anyway? Uh, I thought it was important to talk about it and learn as this, you know, that that's one was kind of like a woman's march in a way, Um, but not really. But to them, it is. Well, Um, yeah. So what is it? The, now, I went to their website to get their their vision and their mission. Okay. So I'm going to read it to you direct from the website. Okay? okay. The vision for the pro-life march is as follows. A world where every human life is valued and protected, except gays, Jews, immigrants, people on death row, <laughs> rapists, and clergy pedophiles. <laughs> oh, that's directly from the that website? That is from the website. Oh, wow. Uh, Interesting. Then the next part says the mission. The mission of the March for Life is to provide all Americans with a place to testify, testify to the beauty of life and the dignity of each human person. Both in January on the anniversary of legalized abortion in the U.S. and throughout the year, we bring together pro-life leaders and groups to organize, unite and strategize around a common message and to communicate this message to the government, the media and the nation in a way that is powerful and life affirming life affirming. I thought fetuses are technically people well that's the that's the that's the that's the argument one okay. would one would one if you think a fetus is a fully formed thing and that it's murder then you're pro-life um and if not then i i don't know so then every accidental miscarriage would be like you know involuntary man well that's why religious people don't believe in masturbation or sex before marriage or anything where you could potentially lose getting pregnant Oh, okay. Like a man isn't supposed to um, masturbate because he's he's spilling his seed into a sock mm. or um, another man's mouth. Okay. <clears throat> um, just like the other women's march, they had many people and people held signs and rallied through the mall and did their pro-life thing. Is the mall the thing where... That's the long thing with the water. Okay, with the big penis thing? Mm-hmm. Okay, we've been there. Yep. Why do they call it a mall? That I don't know. Okay. This year, the pro-life organizers really tried to position themselves as a as an alternative for modern young people who are pro-life and that they lifted hashtags and words that the Women's March has been using, such as hashtag why we march. They showed their humor and activism and power with their clever and powerful signs like the regular women do. So I highlighted some of the signs from this march and we'll do so it with the other march So it was why we march uh, thing that the Women's yes. March started? Hashtag why we march. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's some signs that we that I saw 
online that, that am- were that amused you that were just i thought just of course amusing or just i was like <laughs> okay um <laughs> well pro- all of them were <laughs> well okay. obviously that's true that's true but this is just like mm. the the one the one thing that sticks out to me the most during the pro-life marches of course the women who call themselves feminists and who are saying that they're modern and that they're um progressive in a sense and i say unto you and go fuck yourself <laughs> um pro-life equals true feminism that would really get you going that would really just get you that's what i should say to you like if you were an i tanya but before you got go out to do your like triple sow cow i would just <laughs> whisper that in your ear and then you'd be like i'm fucking motivated <laughs> pro-life equals true feminism like what kind of fucking moron are you uh, anyway well, i'm just reporting it uh, i have no opinion i'm a journalist um uh, here's a good one. I'm with her, and it's a Hillary symbol pointing to a fetus. What's a Hillary symbol? It's the H with the arrow. Oh, okay. Get it? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why is the fetus a woman? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> mm. Babies' lives matter. Okay, so now here's... These are the people... This is where I object. These are the people who which I always say it's my favorite thing to say. And people are like, I'm having a baby. I'm having a baby. Um... It's like, actually, you're not having a baby. You're having a grown human being who fucks, okay? Who's a fucking drain on society, a drain on you, and who doesn't appreciate, who's entitled. And it's like, they're a baby for um, actually less than a year. Because once they're a year, they're not a baby anymore. Once they can walk, they're not officially a baby. Because now they're walking and bugging and bratty. And it's like, babies' lives do matter. You know who's don't? Toddlers and young adults (laughs) and preteens and teens and adults. So, okay, now this one. Here's, here's, oh God, they're so fucking annoying. Okay, there's a sign that says, love them both. And it's a picture of a pregnant woman with a baby inside her womb. And there's a there were I saw that with men holding those signs. The last one, future wife with a then how about that one? There's a sonogram picture and it says future wife on it. Why is every picture of a baby or a fetus or a sonogram a woman? Why doesn't it say future rapist or future sexual harasser <laughs> exactly. or future future deadbeat dad or future <laughs> homeless right. person or future um, average person who can't get a job? Future drain on the have, system. Yeah, how about future? Your, Future couch surfer. How about the picture of an arrow to your own face that says future resentful mom? How about future wish I never had this fucking kid because I don't I don't love it. How about that? And now that kid is out with that. He has a human being in the world who's ruining other people's fucking lives. And how about how about an arrow that says it's my fault? How about that arrow? That's what the men should be holding. Well, no shit. So then my personal favorite, though, was there's a picture of a, of a baby laughing and it says babies feel joy in the womb. Is the baby laughing in the womb? No, it's like a full baby that's outside <laughs> of the womb. So it's I'd just love like, to see that picture you know of a mean? baby cackling in, in like a yeah, commercial laugh. In a fe- as a fetus. Yeah, inside. Having so much fun as yeah. a fetus. Well, much like the regular women's um, march, the pro-life movement enjoys celebrity and entertainment. Their headliner for the march was Plum. Can you believe it? Plum was there. Well, Plum, I'm such a not of. I've never even heard of Plum. Is that a man or a woman? For those of you who don't know who Plum is, Plum is a Christian rock artist. Now, if you haven't ever heard Christian rock, I pulled a clip. I did listen to many of her songs today. It's, it says here, Exhale is These one. are some of the names of her songs. Lo- Exhale, Lord, Lord I'm, I'm ready, ready now. Yeah. Lord, I'm ready now. Stick it in. <laughs> exactly. I've got how all sexual, the lube on. Sexual. I lubed it up. Resurrection. And I mean my asshole. She, these songs, you can't exactly. These songs are so, like, if I, I couldn't, I, if you close your eyes and 
never heard the word God or Lord or any of that shit. You, they all sound like love songs, like full fucking like love songs. Like if you songs. took away God and just said Mark. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, Mark, I'm ready now. I'm ready to begin. I'm ready for your love and I'll never be the same. Mm-mm, like shit like, and then like. Uh, okay, do you want to play the clip? You're all I need. I'm going to get on my knees. <laughs> like literally yeah. there's a line that says I'm going to get on my knees. Let it go. Surrender. Yeah. yeah. So play it. This song is um, a clip from. Which song did I do? Oh, my, my True Love. Is that what it is? Yeah, My True Love. I mean, My True Love. Okay, so play the clip. Oh, there is not another that can love me like you love me. Oh, my God. No, there is not another that can love me like you love me. Oh, my God. I know you're holding me even when I cannot see. Even in the ocean deep. Oh, my true love. I know you're all I need. And you won't stop loving me. I've never ever been so free. Okay, she's saying that's her true love. Like, she's never known love like this before. You she's always going to be held. Okay, she's God, gonna... Listen, Jesus fucking lays it down, honey. He's got the moves. <laughs> he fucks her right. I mean, okay, so I just want to say if you're pro-life in your own heart, good for you. In other words, if you get pregnant and you don't want an abortion and don't get one, that's called choice, by the way. Yeah. And we're all happy for you and feel for you, especially if you don't want a kid, but your morals or your personal whatever heart guides your life and you can't for your own life not have this baby and have it good for you. And then you have your mom and you just deal with it and you... Okay. Or you give it up for adoption. Or you give it up for adoption or whatever. So I'm not lumping you in here, okay? But if you go out and march and work towards making abortion illegal, I think you're a moron. I just want to say, I don't, I'm not supposed to have an opinion here, but I can't stop. We, no I can't. one thinks you're a journalist. <laughs> Um, I think you're an asshole. I think you're misguided. I think you're small minded. I think you're controlled. And I don't think you think for yourself. Well, you think everyone who's pro-life is this. That, like, I yeah. think I'm saying pro-life out as an act pro life yeah no of course your own get, personal decisions that's not i like, don't care what you yeah, do of course yeah but, yeah if you're but pro if, life but if you go i'm pro life and and i believe in this and i vote for pro life i vote for pro life yeah. i work towards defund planned parenthood any of that to me you are a fucking idiot okay <laughs> and i'm not and i would be happy to tell you this in your eyeballs well you yeah well you pretty much are if you're a man and have if you're a man and weigh in at all and weigh in at all <laughs> And I mean, even have a thought about it (laughs) other than it's not my business. What can I do? Anything. Or I'm sorry, you need to die. And frankly, I wish you'd been aborted because everything that's happening now is your fucking fault. But I, oh, but I get to say it's half mine until your dick or balls gets pregnant. Shut the fuck up and either be there as a chauffeur or a butler or a nurse or a caretaker or a shoulder to fucking cry on or the money to pay for the baby you want so badly. Then get the fuck out of the way. I pretended I was pregnant in high school to get money for an abortion. That's right. That's right. great. I got two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> fuck him. Um, um, I found a way to really compare. I love that story. Wait, but also you didn't say what was that. Speaking of men who weighing in at all, it's like 
the only time I've seen Mike Pence, and that's besides the government shutdown, the only time I hadn't seen Mike Pence, I kept going, where the fuck has Mike Pence been, that fucking sack of shit? Oh. And he shows up and does a speech. Yep. Paul Ryan's fucking sister wife ass showed up and did a speech. Trump did a speech. They it's, all, mm-hmm. it's like. They all gave speeches from the White House they and showed them. they there doing speeches? Like, Mike Pence, where the fuck have you been? Oh, and you're so concerned. You don't want more people in this country. You're all upset about immigration. You're upset about the shutdown. But God forbid, I mean, talk about fucking population control. Um, they were the main speakers at that at that rally um, were Mike Pence, Donald Trump and Paul Ryan. There were other speakers there, but it was hard to find um, the full like array. But I did find there were two other there were two women I found that did speak. But there were a lot of men fucking running this show, baby. So um, I Mike Pence, however, I found the speeches and we have some clips. I don't know how you want to do it. Yeah, we can let's, play. Let's play them. So we can just do them one after the other or first. Okay. So this one's Mike Pence. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's hear this speech. 45 years ago, the Supreme Court of the United States turned its back on the inalienable right to life. But in that moment, our movement began. A movement that continues to win hearts and minds. A movement defined by generosity compassion, and love, and a movement that one year ago tomorrow inaugurated the most pro-life president in American history, President Donald Trump. From preventing taxpayer dollars from funding abortion overseas to empowering states to respect life in Title X, nominating judges who will uphold our God-given liberties enshrined in the Constitution of the United States. This president has been a tireless defender of life and conscience in America. And today, President Trump will do even more to defend the most vulnerable in our society. My friends, life is winning in America because love saves lives. And know as you march for life that your compassion your persistence, your activism, and your prayers are saving lives. And this pro-life generation should never doubt. We are with you. This president stands with you. And he who said, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, is with you as well. Now, I just want to say that the thing that fucking pisses me off about him and that fucking speech that he gave, gave is that he, want, he said it's a movement defined by generosity, compassion, and love. Are you fucking kidding me? This isn't, there's no love here. There's no compassion here. There's no generosity here. If you had compassion, you wouldn't be fucking working to take choices away from a woman about what she's going to do with her body. That is the opposite of compassion. It is the opposite of he love. Not, he doesn't know from choice. He's not allowed to be alone with women if there's alcohol there. He lives in a world where... <laughs> He's got to have constant rules and guidelines or otherwise his, he might just get a hard on and hold someone down and rape him up the <laughs> right, ass. Right. The pro-life movement is the biggest bunch of hypocritical fucking assholes that have ever walked the face of this. Yeah. Well, God hypocrisy is the cornerstone of religion. Sorry. That's true. Sorry, everyone. OK, so um, <sighs> let's do um, Donald Trump. And during my first week in office, I reinstated a policy first put in place by President Ronald Reagan the Mexico City policy. I strongly supported the House of Representatives' pain-capable bill, which would end painful, 
late-term abortions nationwide. And I call upon the Senate to pass this important law and send it to my desk for signing. On the National Day of Prayer, I signed an executive order to protect religious liberty. Very proud of that. Today, I'm announcing that we have just issued a new proposal to protect consciousness rights and religious freedoms of doctors, nurses, and other medical professionals. So important. I have also just reversed the previous administration's policy that restricted states' efforts to direct Medicaid funding away from abortion facilities that violate the law. We are protecting the sanctity of life and the family as the foundation of our society. But this movement can only succeed with the heart and the soul and the prayer of the people. Now, this speech just goes to show you just Donald Trump just has. I mean, <laughs> it's like every word that comes. I don't even not to mention the fact that there's like they both of them have like a group of people standing behind them. Uh-huh. They're all white, by the way, and they're all um, ugly. <laughs> <laughs> and they have now not for nothing, but it's women holding babies and there was one there with her down syndrome or retarded child or whatever. And it's like how behind Trump. Yes. And it's like, uh, I'm not, I not making fun of that. No, it's just, dan- it's dancing for that dollars. Is, it's now it's that the, to the fact that you exploited yeah. your kid for Pander. that. Like that is grotesque. Pander.org. I mean, that is gross. Pander.ca.gov. Edu.net.tv. <laughs> I mean, like, are you fucking kidding me? And then he he, he just has no integrity. He has zero. He doesn't care oh, about abortion. Please. He doesn't care about anything. No. He certainly that doesn't give a fuck about ridiculous. abortion. How many abortions has he paid for? Exactly. Are you crazy? I wish I had his number. I'd pretend I need money now. <sighs> okay, now let's hear. Um, I guess this is Tim Tebow's mom. Pam. Mom. Tim <laughs> Tebow's mom has the same name as my mom, and it's Pam. Yeah, so this is. Okay, so play this fucking idiot. Okay. <laughs> Love saves lives. Love saved the life of our son. In 1987, my husband was in a remote village in the Philippines. As he tells it, he suddenly became very aware of all the babies that were being aborted in America. Bob had been very involved in helping to save those babies before we left for the mission field. And so it was in the context of weeping over those aborted babies that he got down on his knees in that remote place far from home, and he prayed, Lord, if you give us a son, we'll name him Timothy, which means honoring God. Well, our four little children got all excited about praying along with their dad, and God answered our prayers. From the beginning, it was a difficult pregnancy, profuse bleeding and cramping, We kept thinking that we lost Timmy so many times. The best doctor in town did some tests. She determined that Timmy was a mass of fetal tissue, a tumor, and I needed to abort and abort immediately or I would die. But if I had died in childbirth, God would still be God, wouldn't he? But because of our love for the life in the womb, 
we chose to trust God and refused to have an abortion. During, during my tough, thank you. Ugh, that voice. Um, that smiling voice. The smiling voice, which says, my husband doesn't force me to have intercourse with him every single night. <laughs> my vagina isn't a torn up um, ragged casserole. <laughs> now, the thing with her is, um, first of all, they're missionaries, which I could get into that a whole other, I could do a whole episode of that. I know, let's not. We can get all into Tim Tebow, too. If you guys don't know, he was a pro football player. I'm surprised he hasn't done The Bachelor yet, quite frankly. He's probably too Jesus-y to do The Bachelor. Yeah, and he probably has, and we just don't know, because yeah, that's the one shitty that's thing true. we don't watch. So, this is an argument, or the thing that, that, and there's a speech that this congresswoman gave after Pam Tebow, and, but what she's doing here is what they love to do, which is to, like... Um, they all said I should have had an abortion. I would have died. But I said God has a plan. <laughs> and God knows. God knew. God knew. Now, Pam Tebow is super intense. Pam Tebow was like, if she was going to die, she didn't care because she thought God would, if she, that's what was her time to go, that was her time to go. But she was going to have this baby no matter what because that's how pro-life she is. Well, also, except then people, she'd be dead. A lot of peop- women do do that because they're so goddamn desperate to have a baby. Like, right. They'll be like, I don't care. I want another one. I'm doing it. Right. So the doctors told her not to have the baby. Brady's got more clean as ever knows. And Talking she about decided, abortion makes my nostrils more wet. She, she um, had him anyway, and she said it was a horrible pregnancy with, like, it was just, like, horrible, like, cramping She's and blood. She's like, I had and- so much gas every night. <laughs> when I gave birth, I thought it was diarrhea. I didn't know. <laughs> but it's the argument they love using, and again, I say unto you, what it's like when somebody gets married or when somebody does anything that makes them happy or something for them that doesn't mean that other people need to fucking do it like i'm glad you had your baby pam tebow i'm glad your husband was pam in the Philipp- was in the philippines and god spoke to you and said you know what you should if you die who cares you should have this baby and then when you named it it was going to be for the love of god or whatever and it's just like okay even though you don't think for yourself and you're completely fucking controlled and you don't even know what the fuck you're talking about fine but, like, that's not the right choice for everybody. It's not the right choice for everybody. No, and everybody should have their own right to choose. You're not the fucking boss of us, Pam Tebow. All right, we can make this quick. The Women's March We're happened, and it was just, like, fucking big, and there was, like, all ladies there and shit, and um, it's the second annual one, and, you know, they did it. They blew it out. There was, like, half a million people in, like, a million different cities, and... um. In D.C. alone, they had an estimated 500,000 people. Listen, it's like I hope that it becomes like gay pride and it becomes a yearly thing. And, you know, watching that, watching the coverage of it or whatever, that's what it made me think. And in their vision and mission, here's what they say about what they're doing. So recognizing that women have intersecting identities and are therefore impacted by a multitude of social justice and human rights issues. We have outlined a representative vision for a government that is based on the principles of liberty and justice for all. Dr. King said we cannot walk alone. As we walk, we must make the pledge that we shall always march ahead. We cannot turn back. Our liberation is bound in each other's. The Women's March on Washington includes leaders of organizations and communities that have been building this foundation for social progress for generations. We welcome vibrant collaboration and honor the legacy of the movements before us, the suffragists and abolitionists, the civil rights movement, the feminist movement, the American Indian movement, Occupy Wall Street, marriage equality, Black Lives Matter, and more. By employing a decentralized, leaderful structure and focusing on an ambitious, fundamental, and comprehensive agenda. So they're really trying to just, yeah, like it's incorporating a lot of shit that affect women. I'm so So happy women went out and I hope they always do. And I just know, I I just want to say that even though we won't ever go unless we're paid, 
to go yeah. or do the podcast there. Or sp- yeah, ask us to speak. We'll yeah, speak. That we'll give an inspiring that, speech. That we don't totally support it and think, you know. Like, well, like I said, it's like gay pride for it. It's like, um, you know, gay. Uh, do we need that anymore? Mm, yeah, well, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a pl- every year you know that it's there for you. And I like seeing little girls there. I like seeing families there. I like it's a place that you're going. You're seeing other people. You're feeling inspired. You're feeling empowered. It's like a thing that it's like a festival. It's like a thing you might well, you should go to once a yeah, year. Yeah, well, they're probably going to start making it way more commercial and festivaly and fucking annoying. And they'll be like yeah. concerts, and it'll be like Coachella, but it'll be for chicks. And then like guys love to go. So they can have Tinder dates and meetups. But now Halsey, who I'm a huge, huge fan of, which you sent me her speech because you know that I love her, mm-hmm. um, and I've been on that record like a motherfucker. Um, so. We're going to play, you get some clips, but we're going to play the full Halsey because it's like seven minutes or something. We're going to play it at the end of this episode. So at the very, very, very end, when only two of you are still here, <laughs> you can listen to that Halsey speech. Um, or you can just Google it if you want to just see it and not hear it here. If you want to look at her too. I'm perfectly fine not looking at any of these people and just hearing it. I think as a thing, in honor of the ladies room and in honor of 2018, which is the ladies year, motherfucker, mm-hmm. um, we're going to play... Our favorite speeches, one of our favorite speeches at the end of every episode, even though that's going to make the episodes seem longer. We're going to just play them at the end so that we can get inspired. And God knows if I don't hear that Van Jones speech once a week from last year, it was amazing. And there's so many great ones. So. I hope I can remember this because I'm just deciding I like now, it. But, All right, good. but we'll do it. Well, um, so wait around for Halsey at the end, but let's just hear what, which, which clips do you want us to hear? Meow, meow. So Viola Davis gave us like a 10 minute speech and she was her, vo- her voice alone. I don't even care what she said. I don't even know what she said. Her voice is so <laughs> soothing to me. Yeah. So Viola Davis gave a very long speech and she, it was, it was, it was a good speech. And this is a little, what? little clip from it, from it. Because really at the end of the day, we only move forward when it doesn't cost us anything. But I'm here today saying that no one and nothing can be great unless it costs you something. One out of every five women will be sexually assaulted and raped before she reaches the age of 18. One out of six boys. If you are a woman of color and you are raped before you reach the age of 18, then you are 66% more likely to be sexually assaulted again. 70% of girls who are sex trafficked are girls of color. They are coming out of the foster care system. They are coming out of poverty. It is a billion dollar industry. When they go into the sex trafficking business, and they call it a business, trust me, more than likely, they are gang raped. I am speaking today, not just for the Me Too's, because I was a Me Too. But when I raise my hand, I am aware of all the women who are still in silence. The women who are faceless. The women who don't have the money and don't have the constitution and who don't have the confidence and who don't have the images in our media 
that gives them a sense of self-worth enough to break their silence that's rooted in the shame of assault, that's rooted in the stigma of assault. Written on the Statue of Liberty is come, come you tireless, poor, yearning to breathe free, to breathe free. Every single day, your job as an American citizen is not just to fight for your rights. It's to fight for the right of every individual that is taking a breath, whose heart is pumping and breathing on this earth. Moving on ahead, Viola Davis. Um, okay, so then there was... Uh, I mean, and granted, like, fine. Speeches are fucking annoying. I know, I know, I know. You know what I mean? Like, so annoying. Now, Um, Scarlett Johansson, she gave one of my favorites last year. Now, because it was like, me and you were, we were like, fuck the Women's March. It was, we're drunk. (laughs) We're on a boat. Um, Because, of course, we couldn't go. So then we had to hate on it. But I was like sending you clips of speeches. And Scarlett Johansson just blew me the fuck away. Yeah. So she had another good one this year. She did. And we'll play it in its entirety one of these weeks. But we're going to play this little clip now. I never completely absorbed the Me Too phrase because I took the phrase at face value. But I've come to realize that while Me Too means different things to different people, to me, it is very simply the ability to empathize with the visceral realities of this condition. I want to move forward. And for me, moving forward means my daughter growing up in a world where she doesn't have to be a victim of what has cruelly become the social norm. That she doesn't have to fit into the bindings of the female condition. Time's up on the female condition. Time's up! On the female condition. <laughs> Time is up on the female condition. Um, yeah, okay. What does that even mean? It's like, I, I agree. think it means. <laughs> no, I know. Okay. Um, okay, so now we got who we have now. Natalie Portman. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> I enjoyed this one. But I, but I think she made some good points and good for her. Let's talk a little bit more about pleasure. I keep hearing a particular gripe about this cultural shift, and maybe you have too. Some people have been calling this movement puritanical or a return to Victorian values where men can't behave or speak sexually around dainty, delicate, fragile women. To these people, I want to say the current system is puritanical. Maybe men can say and do whatever they want, but women cannot. The current system inhibits women from expressing our desires, wants, and needs, from seeking our pleasure. Let me tell you about my own experience. I turned 12 on the set of my first film, The Professional, in which I played a young girl who befriends a hitman and hopes to avenge the murder of her family. The character is simultaneously discovering and developing her womanhood, her voice, and her desire. At that moment in my life, I too was discovering my own womanhood, my own desire, and my own voice. I was so excited at 13 when the film was released and my work and my art would have a human response. I excitedly opened my first fan mail to read a rape fantasy that a man had written me. 
A countdown was started on my local radio show to my 18th birthday, euphemistically the date that I would be legal to sleep with. Movie reviewers talked about my budding breasts in reviews. I understood very quickly, even as a 13-year-old, that if I were to express myself sexually, I would feel unsafe, and that men would feel entitled to discuss and objectify my body to my great discomfort. Yeah, like... Puritanical. Yeah, yeah. that was great. That was great. I mean, I, I, her whole speech is good. So um, those are just little clips just to get your, you know, pussy wet and whatnot. And, and again. I just want to um, also quickly, since I did it for the life, I just wanted to quickly, 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 some, some of the clever signs, the hilarious signs. Okay. okay? So they're not even, but whatever. But um, okay. <clears throat> I do have to say this. There's a picture, and I think it went all over the internet, of this older lady holding this sign. It says, I'd call Trump a cunt, but he lacks depth and warmth. <laughs> That's pretty good. And moisture. That's pretty good. That's, That's good. pretty good. Um, <clears throat> now, uh, there are also a lot of pictures of old, older women, and I mean older, like elderly. Like, like so, octogenarians? Well, this woman's had a sign that says that I'm 102 and oh know what a woman can God. do. Now, I'll tell you, uh, I know when I'm at Gay Pride and I see fucking the elders, I will the shed... The elders, an like they're uncontro- in a grove and they're, you're in some coven. <laughs> oh, I will shed an uncontrollable tear. And I'm not kidding. And I know that if I went to that and saw those ladies of that age, I would fucking lose my shit. Yeah. Like, that's who you... You know, when you see them at a march, you just go up and say thank you. Yeah. You just go up and say thank you. So um, somebody had a sign that said worst episode of Black Mirror ever. <laughs> now, I might want to disagree with that. There's a lot of harrowing yeah, no, episodes. They're all that terrible. Show. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like horrible. Um, OK. Anything you can do, I can do bleeding. <laughs> um, <laughs> Fucking period joke. The, the, the vagina jokes were out of control. We are not overreacting. <laughs> Ovary. You guys, it was ovary. I couldn't even tell him. I wasn't even looking at you, and I thought you said overreacting. Exactly. So it was ovary. So stupid. We are not ovary. Yeah, ovary. Space. Acting. Acting. Now, here's my favorite. Jesus. No, my, not my favorite. The cunt one is my favorite. But seeing men at the rally, for, for a lady who enjoys a gentleman's company, seeing these type these guys supporting and, you know, being yeah. fucking great, you know, as I know as a turn on. So there was a guy that had a <laughs> side. On. You know what I mean? So there's a yeah. guy... <clears throat> that had a sign man bun little beard tall the sign said so far, men so far he sounds like a pirate but okay <laughs> but okay <clears throat> men we must do better now let me tell you something that guy got his dick sucked that night <laughs> so hard and effed like a million times okay that's who's winning you know who's winning that guy that guy's winning that guy is winning so thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank I you. mean, thank you. P- any man Captain who Pirate. any man who is at any of these rallies or marches and being supportive and not being a gross creep perv is fucking getting it in. OK, get to your very favorite. Oh, from the research packet. <laughs> yeah. Viagra is government funded. Four hundred and sixteen million dollars a year. If pregnancy is God's will, then so is a limp dick. Blam. <laughs> The cunt, is, the cunt one is my favorite, but that one is the best point. Yeah, well, you wrote my personal favorite in your research packet. This has been a 30-minute segment, meow, meow, or more, perhaps 35. So you've really gotten your lady part sucked on and marinated, okay? <laughs> okay, so, I mean, you can't really argue with the spirit and with the message here. I was really moved by a lot of the footage I watched, and it made me want to – it actually didn't kind of make me want to go and just be around it, but then – um I knew that that's you not hate at crowds all. and hate, you hate people yeah, and not, you also hate I'm men not, that lurk on women's stuff. <laughs> yeah. and I'm not one for marching. I hate crowds and sometimes I mean it can be cheesy and lurky and we don't like and fellowship. Type I don't of like stuff. Fellow- yeah, exactly. So 
even when I go to gay pride and stuff, I never really I'm not in I'm like it's always on the you know sidelines. Yeah. Sometimes I like to be around it and I like to see I just like to see that it's there and yeah. then I like to go away. So good. thank you to all of you. One person out there that's listening to this that went. That's really cool. And it's people like you and who don't have a fear of agoraphobia. And also just there was one sign I saw that said, please, for the love of God. It was something like, please, for the love of God. Can we get rid of Trump or fix this problem? Because I'm an introvert and I can't handle being. Outdoors. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that needs like to that. be my sign. Yeah. Like, this has got to go because activism requires being in groups. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Well, um, we were going to do Judge Julie um, this week so that she could do Trump's creepy-ass policy advisor, Stephen Miller, and it would have been sort of right on time because he was there fucking part of the government shutdown. However, that went very long because um, Meow Meow got excited and about about the ladies' room. I mean, and, and you know what? Every time we do this segment, it, it will be long. <laughs> It will be long and drawn out, like how long it takes us to orgasm. Right, ladies? Hey, hey. is this thing on? Hey, are you married? <laughs> All right. So um, we'll do Judge Julie next week, but, and we also have um, a little treat from our friend Shira Weiss next week, but um, for now, we're going to hear more of Meow Meow because it's time for So There's That. show where julie has to find a so there's that moment that's happening because of or in spite of the trump administration she had to do a lot of heavy lifting for this episode so she probably just phoned this shit in <laughs> but even her laziest so there's that are still good and we still appreciate them every week so tell us what you came up with meow meow and try to keep it pithy bitch america's got a gross <laughs> tactic it's confusing it's complicated why it's allowed, I don't know. It's kind of illegal, but it's also legal. I don't understand it, and I don't understand why it's still happening. Many states and districts still use this. It's called gerrymandering. Gerrymandering is a practice intended to establish a political advantage for a particular party or group by manipulating district boundaries. Yeah, we talked to our friend Andy You may about remember it. us talking <laughs> with gerrymandering expert Andy Monk a few episodes ago. Well... I'll be honest with you, I haven't thought about it one time since, <laughs> uh, except for seeing Andy's um, wonderful master's thesis on Instagram, was which good. was beautiful. Beautiful. Um, some some news I, I came across. I thought about it again because the election happened, that whole wave of everything. Remember when, like, you know, Democrats won all the shit and it was yeah. like the trans lady and everybody oh, won. that's right, like, right. That was after the Andy thing. So oh, I right. thought about like, fuck you, gerrymander, dick. I know, gerrymander. Jerry Salamander. Hi, I'm gerrymander. <laughs> Me and my law bodies. A gerrymander could really be a name for it. Okay. The Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled four to, four to three that the state's Republican-leaning congressional map is illegal Ooh. and must be redrawn. For three straight election cycles, Republicans have won more than two-thirds of Pennsylvania's 18 congressional seats. An Associated Press analysis found that in 2016, Pennsylvanians selected three more Republicans in the state's 18 districts than the number of votes cast statewide would have indicated. Okay. Pennsylvania's 7th Congressional District, which has been described as goofy kicking Donald Duck, is an example of extreme gerrymandering. Oh, because it's like... Right. I'm making a swirly <laughs> finger with my... Yeah, it's like the drawing of goofy kicking Donald Duck. Right. 
The state court ruling directs, uh, sorry, the state court trail over this challenge began in December 2017 over a 2011. Trial, not trail. Trial. <laughs> God, I can't I mean, this is what happens. Um, over 2011 Republican drawn map, the state court ruling directs the GOP controlled legislature to redraw the map and to submit it to Governor Tom Wolf, a Democrat, by February 9th and the court for approval by February 15th. The Senate Republican, of course, said that they're going to um, they're going to appeal it. Yeah. But this is a very good um, this is very good. It's hopeful, you know, that this is happening. And if this happens in other states and this will be a legally will be the look at Pennsylvania, blah, blah, blah. Um, and there's no way that they're going to win the appeal. So there's that. That's it for this episode of Dumb Game <laughs> Women Marching. Whew. Thank you guys for listening week after week. Political discussion is boring and also stressful. So I'm amazed more people haven't checked out. <laughs> well, if people are bored with politics, they can always sign up for our Patreon at www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics, where they can hear us talk about doing drugs and watching the Kardashians. All it costs is a dollar an episode. Yep, and also, don't forget, there's no ads. Um, so, in addition to that, leave us a review on iTunes, sign up for our Facebook fan page, message us on Twitter and Instagram. We're bored and we have no meaning in our lives, so we read every single message that we get. Um, we've gotten some really good emails lately. Like, um, I mean, just some really, like, actually private I don't even want to say who emailed because people are. Mm. Um, we got a really cool one from a listener named Rebecca Duke recently, which was pretty profound. Um, but there's been others that have messaged us about like going through like maybe like an impending divorce or like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. like sexual, yeah. you know, yep. like, yep. Yep. you know, assault and just yep. and just and like addiction and just different th- emails that we've gotten. And it's like it's just, you know. We might not always respond because we're also dealing with our own sexual assault and our (laughs) thriving drug and alcohol addiction. But it really does mean a lot to just hear from you guys and hear, you know, even if you just want to message us and say, you know, that you like anal sex or or just that Mm, you enjoy um, tacos or I don't know. We care about that stuff, too. But people have sent us really sweet stuff. Harry tacos. (laughs) Harry wet tacos. (laughs) Gross. Um. So anyway, I just wanted to say that. That's nice. And yes, and I want to thank you too. Um, Oh, so um, I might be coming to your town soon. February 2nd, I'll be in New York City with Brad Lokley at the Lori Beachman Theater. February 3rd, New Hope, Pennsylvania at the Raz Room at the Clarion Hotel. Very classy. I know. And then February 6th, I'm doing... My friend Nicole Hyatt has put together this... um, yearly fundraiser with like all big comedians and um Artie Lang was going to do it but apparently he's going to prison girl yeah I mean after he swallowed a gallon of bleach <laughs> I guess so motherfucker yeah he was gonna p- cancel anyway yeah he's he's like literally like yeah oof. so anyway and that's at Gotham Comedy Club I think that actually might be sold out um and then uh that's it for February yeah, because then you're going to Puerto Vallarta. Then I'm going to Puerto Vallarta. You guys want to go on a gay? Oh, that's probably sold out too. Oh, Olivia um, is going to Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. It's an all women's lesbian vacation, or not just w- with lesbian, all women's. Yeah. If um, any of the listeners go and you guys know you're going, 
um, not any of our regular listeners, but any of our Patreon listeners go, then um, message us because I'll decide to go. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> okay, so that's February 25th. That trip might be sold out. I don't know. I don't know either yet. February 25th through March 4th, and that's at um, um, Hard Rock Cafe Puerto Vallarta. Yeah. And as always, it's been real, and it's been fun. But mostly, it's been gay, and it's been dumb. And shut down. And Hashtag me too. Um, Hashtag okay, time's guys, up. Stick around if you want to hear the Halsey speech. Um, oh, yeah, speech. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Bye, girl. Hello, hello. How are you guys? So, um, this is my second March. I was in D.C. last year, and uh, I came back to, write, to do a speech this time, but I don't really know how to do a speech unless it rhymes. So I'm going to do a, a little poem for you guys. It's 2009, and I'm 14, and I'm crying. Not really sure where I am, but I'm holding the hand of my best friend Sam in the waiting room of a planned parenthood. The air is sterile and clean, and the walls are that not gray, but green, and the lights are so bright they could burn a hole through the seam of my jeans, and my phone is buzzing in the pocket. My mom is asking me if I remembered my keys, because She's closing the door and she needs to lock it. But I can't tell my mom where I've gone. I can't tell anyone at all. You see, my best friend Sam was raped by a man that we knew because he worked in the after school program. And he held her down with her textbooks beside her and he covered her mouth and then he came inside her. So now I'm with Sam at the place with a plan, waiting for the results of a medical exam, and she's praying she doesn't need an abortion. She couldn't afford it, and her parents would, like, totally kill her. It's 2002, and my family just moved, and the only people I know are my mom's friend Sue and her son. He's got a case of Matchbox cars, and he says that he'll teach me to play the guitar if I just keep quiet. And the stairwell beside apartment 1245 will haunt me in my sleep for as long as I am alive. And I'm too young to know why it aches in my thighs, but I must lie. I must lie. It's 2012 and I'm dating a guy and I sleep in his bed and I just learned how to drive. And he's older than me and he drinks whiskey neat and he's paying for everything. This adult thing, it's not cheap. We've been fighting a lot, almost 10 times a week, and he wants to have sex and I just want to sleep, but he says I can't say no to him, this much I owe to him. He buys my dinners, so I have to blow him. He's taken to forcing me down on my knees and I'm confused because he's hurting me while he says please. And he's only a man and these things he just needs, he's my boyfriend, so why am I filled with unease? It's 2017 and I live like a queen and I follow damn near every one of my dreams. I'm invincible and I'm so fucking naive. I believe I'm protected because I live on a screen. Nobody would dare act that way around me. I've earned my protection eternally clean until a man that I trust gets his hands in my pants. But I don't want none of that. I just wanted to dance and I wake up the next morning like I'm in a trance and there's blood. Is that my blood? Oh, hold on a minute. You see, I've worked every day since I was 18. I've toured everywhere from Japan to Mar-a-Lago. I even went on stage that night in Chicago when I was having a miscarriage. 
I mean, I pied the piper, I put on a diaper and sang out my spleen to a room full of teens. What do you mean this happened to me? You can't put your hands on me. You don't know what my body has been through. I'm supposed to be safe now. I earned it. It's 2018 and I've realized that nobody is safe long as she is alive. And every friend that I know has a story like mine. And the world tells me we should take it as a compliment. But then heroes like Ashley and Simone and Gabby, Michaela and Gaga, Rosario, Ali, remind me this is the beginning, it is not the finale, and that's why we're here, and that's why we rally. It's Olympians and a medical resident, and not one fucking word from the man who is president. It's about closed doors and secrets and legs and stilettos from the Hollywood Hills to the projects and ghettos when babies are ripped from the arms of teen mothers and child brides cry globally under the covers who don't have a voice on the magazine covers. They tell us, take cover. But we are not free until all of us are free. So love your neighbor. Please treat her kindly. Ask her her story and then shut up and listen. Black, Asian, poor, wealthy, trans, cis, Muslim, Christian, listen, listen, and then yell at the top of your lungs. Be a voice for all those who have prisoner tongues, for the people who had to grow up way too young. There is work to be done. There are songs to be sung. Lord knows there's a war to be won. Thank you. Thank you, guys.